Yo, oh. what is going on? I'm always taking off. Got to get ready, baby. Come on. Got to get ready. <laughs> what is going on? She's never ready. She's never ready. So sorry we're a little late today. We did have some technical difficulties. We had a chair problem last we had, night. We had, a, we had a chair. That's why Samurai Guy looks like a giant. Well, I am a giant anyway. Uh, my chair. So we had a, we had we some had a chair couple break. of. Some te technical malfunctions going on here, too. And then another chair that just sank last minute, so I'm looking extra midgety. She's a hobbit today. So yeah. it's fine. What is going on, all you movie-loving badasses? It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy, back again with a live Q&A slash movie review uh, recap, or kind of catch-up, more catch-up. We were and we got a to lot to talk about. Last week, actually. Were we? We were going to do it last week. Hmm. We were actually going to do because I wanted to do the the RRR Redux last week. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But we had a kitten mishap. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. Uh, it kind of worked out. Right, right, right. Because right. we were able to catch up on a bunch of movies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have fun today. So I hope you guys are relaxed, chilling, uh, always looking sexy. You know, hanging out with us today. Uh, grab your drink. Beer or water or Coke, it's all good. Hope you guys got a slice of pizza. We got a lot to discuss today. And we love discussing movies and series and all that stuff. Films, old and new, we're going to discuss today. That's right. Uh, but yeah, let's see. We got the roll. We got to get the roll call off the chain foist. We got Gilbert Berger in the house. What's going on? Certified badass channel member in the house. What's going on? We got Tyler in the house. Severio. That's right. We got Heather in the house, Jake Hall, Kevin Lambert. Oh, shit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this guy, the coolest YouTuber on the God's Green Earth. <laughs> this guy. You're, 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 you're hilarious, Kevin, but thanks for being there, my friend. Uh, Jake Hall, Patrick D. Who else we got in the house? We got uh, Latario, Latoro in the house. What's going on? Andrea's here. Who else we got here? I think I said what's up to Heather. Oh, oh shit! What? What? Pizza's on the way. Uh oh, you didn't, you didn't invite us. Hey, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what's going on, brother? All right, you got some apple juice. That's fine. That's Yum. good. That's good. We we rock I haven't and had apple that. juice and oh my god. I know what is apple juice. <laughs> it's been a long time. It might be time to uh, partake and said apple juice. Uh, Heather says, "Love the hair." Oh, thank you, Lady Fat Blood. There you go. It's it's new and it's um unwielding right now so it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of doing good. whatever it wants good. right now all right uh samurai guy your quality your oh. video quality and sound is a bit off mm. okay not sure why the video quality should be the same uh it could be the mic is more towards her so let's try this i just want to make sure uh how's it sound now guys does it sound better in terms of sound let me know before we get started. Let me double check the audio just in case to make sure it is coming from the mic. Sumo says we're fine. Okay, Sumo says we're good. All right. All right. I'm going to I want to put it just I'll put it in the Severio middle there. Severio says we're fine. Kevin says we're good. Okay, okay. It might have been cuz the mic was too far from you. All right. All right. So See, the problem is someone has a radio voice <laughs> and someone has no voice. <laughs> so he puts the voice 
and he puts the mic closer to me because yeah. I need help. Because I'm I'm so loud. And he's the he's I'm the like, booming. He's hey, the, hello he's, there. He's, he's got the hello know, there, yeah. which we'll get to that a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we jump into it, we're I'll gonna... try a little harder. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but now she sounds too far. There we go. I think that's the sweet spot right there. All right, we'll leave it there. All right, let's get let's let's uh, keep it rocking and rolling. So before we get into our two more recent movie reviews, uh, we're a bit. The picture is still not as it usually is. I'm not sure why. Yeah, um, it's because I'm pasty white. That's why I'm glowing. I'm sorry. <laughs> there, we all know this. There's nothing that can be done. Yes. The light's always, you know, and I'm I am what I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I apologize yeah, for that. Yeah. There's nothing I can do about it. It's always that. bright because we got the light right here. And so. sun is not my friend. Skin cancer runs in the family. I am not going to do anything about that. So. <laughs> it's that European blood over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have seven shades of white. <laughs> I, I, I can't do anything about that. All right. So. Uh, let's go ahead and because uh, we've got a lot to discuss today. Thanks again, all you beautiful badasses for hanging out with us on a Friday night. Cheers. That's right. Let's 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 cheers it up for the movie Dojo Army. Splacky. We are we are going hardcore water. Hardcore <laughs> high quality H2O. That's right, that's right. <clears throat> all right. So before we talk about our two of the most recent movies that we watched. And we will review them and, and rate them. There will be minor spoilers tonight. Then we'll go into Obi-Wan. Uh, then we'll go into some older films that we actually caught up on we have not seen. And you're going to be surprised with a lot of these. That's why I didn't even put them in a description. I wanted to be a surprise. You're going to be like, you guys haven't seen that. You know, so it's kind of funny that way. Uh, but uh, And then uh, we'll see where it goes after that. But before we get into it, we got a little bit of... RRR Redux. I know you guys see that in the tr- in the in the, in the uh, video title, and you're probably like, "What are you talking about? You guys already talked about RRR." Well, we love yes. the movie, yes, so much. Uh, we both gave it an A plus. Mm-hmm. That was our introduction. You know, it was like our first Indian movie, and we were so because we're not familiar with the genre or anything like that. This is literally our first movie. So we were we we were calling it Bollywood. We were we were we were in Bollywood heaven. Yes, but we didn't know yes. <laughs> a few extra okay. things. Okay, so okay, so what was it? Two weeks ago now we're going on. I think so. When we, when we did the review, yes. And yes. this is why we wanted to address this last week because right, right, but we couldn't. Yeah. Basically, uh, just about as soon as uh, the live video had ended and the video started to kind of pick up, mm-hmm. yeah, we kind of were inundated yeah with very passionate yes of uh fans mm-hmm. of of the film um yeah very 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 numerously letting us know this is not bollywood it's not a bollywood you movie. ignorant american swine <laughs> no they didn't say that <laughs> They didn't say that. They were they're very nice about it, but yeah, they're rightfully yeah. letting us know this yeah. is not Bollywood. Right. Right. This right. is actually Tollywood. Tollywood. Now you gotta understand, um, from an international standpoint, I guess you could say Bollywood is kind of a shorthand for Indian cinema in general. Mm-hmm. If you're kind of ignorant as we were, there is kind of a shorthand for Bollywood, would just be an over over gross oversimplification of Indian right. cinema in general, right. but India is a huge country. It's a huge republic with 
dozens of states and unions and they're they speak hundreds of languages over there there's it's a huge huge thing going on over there and there's there's dozens of different sub genres over there of cinema mm -hmm. we didn't know this right, right and the three the three i'm going to touch on for the sake of oversimplification is okay. bollywood bollywood hollywood 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 there are I was, dozens I was, more. Yeah, the, the, I was. I seen a few more. They were letting me know. There are dozens more. Yeah, yeah. But RRR is technically not Bollywood. It is right. Hollywood right. because of the language that it was filmed in and the the region that it came from, right. which is right. the language Telugu. Yeah, which is also shorthand. Okay. Um, but there's also Kaliwood, which is Tamil. Okay. Now Bollywood would be Hindu. Okay. Okay. Bombay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, which the Bombay region. Right. Okay, now we saw the film dubbed in Hindu, right? Right. Because right, right. Netflix didn't give us any other options. Now, no. interestingly enough, there are some Indian cinema mm -hmm. that the three primary—I'm not going to say primary—meaning mm -hmm. that yeah. there are three primary languages in India. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for the sake of oversimplification, there are three primary languages that you will find on Netflix right. only. Well, Amazon Prime. Uh, I think there's different versions of the same movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. For, for the sake of oversimplification, mm -hmm. you can find three languages, which is Hindu, Tamil, and yeah. Telugu. Those are right. the only the three languages that I've ever seen available to us here. Yeah. Um, and so for I guess again for the sake of oversimplification, yeah, Bollywood, Tollywood, and Hollywood. Right, right, right. R R R is Tollywood. We were mm -hmm. miscalling it. We were mislabeling it. Bollywood, right? Thank you to the people from India yeah. who are jumping in many, many, many times over and saying, "Ignorant swine, <laughs> fuck off! It's not fucking Bollywood, you idiots!" No, no, again, they're very, no, they're very no, nice about no, it. No, they were nice. Um, but we just wanted to, we wanted to say that, hey, we we made a mistake, we didn't know. Right. Um, the last thing I want to do when I'm learning about a new genre of film mm -hmm. is get it wrong straight out of the gate. And mm -hmm. it's interesting because there is there is a difference. Right. There is right. a very big difference. I was mm -hmm. reading up on all the different genres of film that they got going on over there. There's a but, huge I mean, difference. But in... yeah, it was it was like one of the Indian action movies that looked interesting. I think it was called War that I wanted to watch. This was like way before R uh, R R R, and uh, I was confused. You know, when I came across like four different versions of the same movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was like, "What? What's going on?" But now we know. Mm -hmm. Now we know. So, so. yeah. Uh, Aman here says, "Just use the term Indian film industry <laughs> in your reviews and call it a day." It's probably going to be easier that way <laughs> at this rate. But I posted a comment and I pinned it to the top of that video. The 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 and I, I thanked everyone. So thank you, all Indian fans. Thank you so much for educating us and letting us know what's going on. So now we know moving forward. But I had to pin it. I pin it up there, thanking all of them. But at the same time, I had to let them know that really, what they should be taking out of that video, the most important thing they should be taking out of the video, is you have someone who doesn't know anything about the genre or the film industry, who's from another country and from another culture completely, and completely fell in love with their movie. That's the most important thing I think they need to appreciate in the video that's kind of the point really but thank you thanks again for educating us and that video for a live stream 
it got over 11,000 views, which is insane. So thank you guys for watching and, and supporting us. I really appreciate that. But yeah, we do appreciate the, uh, the, the, the very respectful edu education comments. Mm. We, we appreciate that. Tons of it. Uh, but what is going on? Now but yeah, we know. And it, now we know. And no one is half the battle. GI motherfucking Joe. All right. Who else we got here? Uh, samurai looking ripped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raider Nation call must have got that check I sent him yeah. in the mail to say that. Mm. Did you get the check? Because mm. you know, ain't nobody looking ripped around here. But thank, thanks, my friend. Thank you. All right. Now that we got our 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 out of the way, still love the movie. Yes. Still an A plus. Still love it, man. Looking forward to seeing. Yeah, more looking forward to see more and from the Indian yes. film industry. Yes, and thank you guys uh, on that comment and the comment section for all the recommendations. So I can't wait to watch some more badassity. Yes. All right. Are those sleeves on your shirt? Sleeves? Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's not used to me wearing sleeves. Is uh, that what it is? Maybe. I'm always wearing cut off shirts. What's up, Bob Odenson? What's going on? All right, so now we got RRR out of the way. If you guys have not seen it, check it out. It's amazing. Okay, here we go. Let us go ahead and jump right into the Foist movie. Hello, Ace. All right. The un... Was it? The unbearable weight of massive fussle. Massive fussle. <laughs> massive talent. <laughs> Which we wanted to see in the theater. Yeah. Uh, all, two of the movies that we're going to talk about tonight, we wanted to see in the theater, but we weren't you know, able to. Just, uh, but it's all good. Uh, yeah. It's all good. It's you all know. good. And Nicolas Cage is playing Nicolas Cage. So we, when we saw the trailer way back, uh, thanks, Kevin. When we saw the trailer way back, uh, we were already sold. We were in. Like we were like, we got to see this. Nicolas Cage is playing motherfucking Nicolas Cage. Like we're in. All right. So let's just kind of jump into it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna rent it on demand and watch it that way. And man, what a fun movie. This movie is a it was a blast. We enjoyed it. But let's talk a little bit about the plot synopsis. So things aren't looking well. It's not going too well for Nick Cage and his career at this point. Uh it's a combination of he's not in demand, uh, meets kind of fucking things up for his family. You know, uh his his daughter has a birthday party party that goes horribly wrong. And, you know, because of his drinking, things don't go well. And he still has respect for his craft and for what he does, but he's just not in demand. So it's hard to get certain gigs. I mean, even there was a part in the movie where he got turned down, you know. So we have our boy here. We have Dr. Horrible uh, is his agent here. And he pretty much tells him, he's like, look, all right, I got this great gig. All right. We have this guy, you know, he's a, what is he going Philanthropist, what is it? Uh -huh. Is that the word? Yeah. Philanthropist, uh, multi-billion-dollar guy who's a huge Nicolas Cage fan. He's like, hey, he just wants to pay buku bucks to get you out here and uh, visit him. And Nick Cage, at this point, he's like, fuck it, I'll do it. I'll just do it. I'm not fucking no one. <laughs> get it out there. I'm not gonna be fucking nobody. All right, but I'll I'll go out there and uh, entertain and whatever. Uh, and then uh, we'll take it from there. Go ahead. Uh, so the the philanthropist ends up being uh, Pedro Pascal. It was great in this movie as well. Yeah, right. And uh, you end up getting this possibility he might end up being this drug dealer, this major major drug lord. Right. And the FBI, well, FBI, 
uh, ends up getting involved FBI shorthand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they get in Nicolas Cage's ear. Hey, you know, we need you to work for us and, you know, get a, you know, get in with this. And, you know, we need to, we need you to kind of, you know, we need, we need you to be our ear in with this guy. Yeah. Cause a, a girl gets kidnapped. They're trying to, they're trying to rescue the girl. And we, we need you to basically go, go along with it. We're going to wire you and we need information because, you know, you're dealing with the drug kingpin, basically. But what's funny is before uh, the FBI uses him, uh, this movie kind of gave RRR a run for its money uh, in terms of the bromance moments <laughs> that we right. get. And there's some hilarious scenes hilarious scenes uh between both actors and, or characters as well and it's just uh, just a lot of fun they've grown to well nicholas cage has grown to like him and they both are you know become kind of friends actually so it's difficult for him to make the decision because he's he doesn't believe them he doesn't believe the agents he's like there's no way this guy's a kingpin there's no there's no way i know this guy you know he, he's a He's a he's a he's a cool dude. He's a nice guy. He's got a huge Nicolas Cage museum. <laughs> if you look closely there, guys, you can see the fucking beast uh, from Mandy, the awesome weapon right there in the middle, which is cool. Uh, not big shout out to Mandy, but yeah, this was hilarious. And you got to love this uh, this uh, <laughs> horrific wax figure, which freaks him out. It freaks him out. Yeah, Nicolas Cage from Face Off. Uh, but yeah, not to spoil too much, but, uh, things start to get a little crazy towards the end. And surprisingly, I was not expecting, uh, some action. We actually got some action set pieces, uh, at the end of the movie. I was actually uh, not expecting that. Now this movie could have gone wrong without, it's got great performances. It's got a fun script, but sometimes when you have this kind of premise, or comedies in general, when they go super serious in the third act, that can kind of change the tone too much to where it's kind of a downer or kind of ruins the movie, which happens sometimes. You're laughing, you're busting the gut, and then like towards the end, you're like, what the hell? Is, what is going on? We're like super serious now. What happened? You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes that works. In this case, it works. Because they still, even though things got serious, it's still had the funny, you know, jokes stuck in there. Oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We hey. got Hey, you. Hey, don't you know we're live? You know, I let you out so that we would avoid this. Hey, we made a deal. Unbelievable. All right? We're going to let you out I, give I you freedom. I specifically let you out to avoid this talk backsies. <laughs> we got a loose kitty. We got a loose kitty. Uh, but uh yeah, just I wanted I I you know what I the only the only nitpick I have is um, the third act when things started to get crazy? We needed more Nikki. Uh, that was we needed more Nikki scenes with Nikki. The unexpectedness of Nikki. Hilarious. I wasn't expecting Nikki. Yeah. At all. Yeah. You could tell them what Nikki is. It's fine. Nikki is the young, hungry, crazy version of Nicolas Cage. Basically, kind of like before he was Nicolas Cage, there was Nikki. Like b- before he changed his name to Nicolas Cage when he was what Nick uh, 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 Coppola, right, right, right. Um, he was you know mm-hmm. young with the goofy looking haircut and all that, <laughs> and you know he's waxy CGI. Yeah, they made him look younger. Yeah, yeah. And he's you know 
I mean, right down to him kissing himself later on, uh, <laughs> like just making out with himself and shit. Oh, would you say that's like Nikki is a representation of like his ego? Well, yeah, like right? his younger, hungrier, just driving him on black leather jacket, cool as fuck, just just telling him yeah. everything that he needs to be like the the fake side of himself just right. the, the overinflatedness like you said the ego in a lot of yeah. ways yeah um more of him sure yeah 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 because i think uh we could have used a lot more of him but it was fun all of his scenes made me laugh when nikki shows up but even like um uh, yeah i guess it was kind of his ego because uh you know we have this side plot where pedro wrote this script pedro character wrote this script because he wanted Nicolas Cage to star in it and it was kind of an indie drama kind of thing and Nikki shows up he's like no nah, man fuck that you don't want to do that you need action blockbusters you know like stuff like that so it's just kind of back and forth back and forth uh uh what kind of movie they wanted to make all right here we go here we go <laughs> uh, all right so, yeah, we don't want to spoil any more, but we highly recommend you guys watch uh, The Unbearable Weight. And there's Gravy. There's their kitten of the of the day. <laughs> gravy wants to be a star. I want to talk some shit. I want to be on the next T-shirt. I want to be on the next T-shirt. Where's my mug? Where's my mug? <laughs> Put this mug on a mug. Put this mug on a mug. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Pale ginger menace. If you if out of nowhere you you hear me scream or you see me jump, yeah, that's this guy grabbing my nuts or uh, my leg or something. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, highly recommend it. I uh, don't want to spoil anything else. So let's go ahead and rate uh, the unbearable weight. Was there any was there any issues you had with the movie before no, we rate it? No, not really. Um, you know, I'm not like I said. I'm it's. It's hard for me. It's very well done film. Comedies are hard for me. Right. Like right. I, I don't like especially modern comedies. Yeah. You know, I, I just they're hard sell for me just because. I don't know. There's just something about, they just don't resonate with me. I, I don't even like. I see. Oh God. When we went to go see Jurassic uh, World Dominion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the trailer. And, you know, every single trailer that was supposed to be a comedy or whatever would come on and I hear the audience laughing. I felt like such a goddamn contrarian boomer, just like rolling my eyes and just like, oh, God, can I can I just blow my brains out now? You know, and it, you, you know, like comedies. Don't act like you don't. No, like it's comedies. not that I don't like comedies. Yeah. It's just that they're a hard sell for me. Yeah. Modern planes, comedies, trains and automobiles. Modern. comedies. Oh, oh. Are okay. a hard sell for me. You liked role models. It has to be. Is that is that even modern now? That's probably like fifteen years old. Yeah, it has to be a specific type of comedy. So it has to be like a dry comedy or a dark comedy or like a really really pitch black comedy, or just a, or a really extremely like funny comedy, offbeat cut type of comedy. Like this was kind of like an offbeat. Yeah, yeah. Like Barry. Right. Which I just finished watching. Season oh, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen this show, Barry, on, on HBO, HBO Max? Max? Okay, dude. Like I said, check it out. Dark, dark shit in yeah. Barry. Like I'm yeah. saying, like dark comedy. It yeah. has to be a certain type of comedy to get me into it, right? And so this was kind of like an offbeat, kind of off the wall comedy with a little bit of bromance in it. And so um, <laughs> this was this this got me. So it was cute. Yeah. It was a really cute movie. Yeah. 
Um, what are you going to give uh, C is average on our channel? What are you giving the Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage movie? This was this was um, you ended up buying this, right? Yeah. So you ended up buying this for like what uh, nine dollars? It was on sale for nine dollars. Yeah. So it was a good nine dollar buy. So that would yeah. be like a good B plus. All right, Samurai guys also going to give it Nick. Fuck Solid film, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Uh, now, holy crap! How the fuck do we talk about this movie? <laughs> uh, How do we talk about the next film? Title. Oh, uh, everything, everywhere. Wait a minute. Let me. I yeah, guess. let's get it right because I always botch the title. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Right. And holy shit, guys! I oh, sorry, didn't mean to. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. So everyone was saying this is the best multiverse movie ever made. Some some people said that, or of the year. They're basically comparing it to Doctor Strange. They're basically saying, and we we really enjoyed Doctor Strange for what it was. We really liked it. They basically said this movie makes Doctor Strange look like it's a multi doctor strange is a multiverse movie for babies compared no. to this movie no that's what people are saying we're not no. saying that no but people are saying that. no okay. okay no i'm gonna okay go ahead you can come at me okay you can come at me all right now you know me yes you know what i've given marvel movies in the past right you know i love my cap trilogy right you know i love the avengers films mm -hmm. you know i love Thor Ragnarok. Right, right, right. And the Guardians of the Galaxy films. You right. know I love certain you know I love a lot of the MCU. Yeah, we do. But as of late, Disney Marvel can suck a bag of rancid cocks. <laughs> I enjoy Doctor Strange and Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we rated it really high. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so I'm not, gonna, it. I'm not gonna it's pretend fun. I'm not gonna pretend I didn't like it. No, okay? it's fun. It's a fun I enjoyed flick. It. Yeah. But Disney Marvel can suck a bag i hate their fucking shows i hate their fucking shows disney star wars can suck it i'm starting to get very bitter we're good about we're the shit that they're cranking out and i do mean shit i don't mean that as a you know as just a euphemism i mean i i hate yeah. the shit that they're producing they are making shit for babies yeah. because they make content that everybody can enjoy and nobody can get offended and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, we're watching the boys and we're going, fuck Disney Marvel. <laughs> we watch the boys. We're just now getting into the umbrella Academy and we're watching the boys after yeah. we're just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Fuck Disney Marvel. Yeah. So after watching, <laughs> after watching everything everywhere all at once, it's like, Yeah. This is why I'm starting to kind of get bitter yeah. on on Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. It's not that I don't like Doctor Strange. We had less. a blast with it. We it's had, not that I no. don't like the movie. We had less. fun with it. Yeah, it's a good movie. But there are certain things that other movies can do right. that because Disney has the branding of Disney, they simply cannot do because they are Disney. Yeah. You can't have fights with dildos. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you you can't have fights where guys 
take their pants off and jump on butt plugs and that's their change into doing something, 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 something. You can't do certain things. That's how they power up. You can't do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. And, you know, uh, you know, if you, en- if you enjoy, you know, if you enjoy the Disney stuff, I ain't shitting on you. I'm shitting on the brand. Right. That's what it boils down yeah. to. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Mm-hmm. But I'm tired of the same coddled BS that we get over and over again Yeah. with Disney. I'm tired of of not being able to take chances. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we just watched an episode of The Boys where we had a we had a dick open a door. <laughs> a 15-foot-long uncircumcised dick opened up a door. Did you hear what I just said? A 15-foot-long uncircumcised <sighs> dick demonetizes YouTube opened up a door. Wow. All right. We're back. Are we back? What happened? Are we? Let us know if we're back. Oh, my God. See, don't ever say that again. (laughs) Are we back? Let us know if you guys can see us before she continues. What happened? Okay, good. All right. All right. (laughs) But, yeah, back to the movie. Go ahead. Oh, my God. What happened? Anyway, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just... You know, when you when you get when you get stuff that where Doctor where Doctor Strange was kind of like as as much as you can get, you know, Wanda being a psycho and doing what she did to the alternate uh, uh, Professor X and uh, uh, Mister Fantastic and you know all those other characters that she did to them. Yeah, that was the most violent we could get. Mm-hmm. I felt like in the MCU. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That was for the sure. most we mm-hmm. could ever get because Raimi was in charge. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was the most we could ever get out of that. Right. And then you get a movie like everything, everywhere, right. all at once with Michelle Yeoh, who just seems to get better with age. I don't know how the she's, hell she does she's it. She's fantastic. Um, where the movie is so imaginative and so bonkers yeah. and is so playful. Yeah. And at the end, it's so goddamn heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I, I didn't care for the movie. This is going to go. This is going to seem like it's going off on a little bit of a tangent. Bear with me. I didn't like the movie Brave, the 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 Pixar, the Pixar movie. movie? Okay. I didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a movie about mothers and daughters. Um, it was it was very much very much mothers and daughters, and you know yeah. that whole struggle with you know independence right. and right, right, you right. know mothers protecting their daughters. And I didn't connect with that. This movie had a very similar theme. I thought this movie did it better. It did. It did do it better. It's yeah. not that it's a bad theme thematically, right? But right. I thought this movie did it much better. Right. In a movie where you have a dildo fight. <laughs> now, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. You cannot watch clips of this movie. You cannot watch snippets of this movie. If you're curious about this movie and you just watch, oh, uh, well, there's a clip here. Let me just see what the hubbub, all the hubbub's all about. Mm. And you watch this clip and it's it, and it's too people with hot dog fingers mm. okay mm. you're gonna go this is the dumbest fucking shit i've ever seen yeah you can't do that with this movie yeah. you have to watch this movie yeah. from beginning all the way to the end with no distractions mm. and no bullshit mm. to really appreciate it mm. okay zero and, zero just had a good 
great comment. What do you say here? Zero. Uh, this movie had a what is that nihilistic, nihilistic conversation between, between two rocks. rocks with googly eyes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Here you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you take that out of context. Yeah. And you're like what the yeah fuck what the is fuck this? is this shit? And yeah. then you you take it for what it is in the movie. And you're like oh yeah yeah. And it, ends it totally up, works. It ends up being a great scene by the end, believe it or not. Yeah. You'd never believe me, but yeah. 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 So you know, again, breath of fresh air. Movies like this oh, where it's just. There's hope. There's so much imagination behind it. Yes. And creativity. Yeah. Yeah. The Just the story. Just the story yeah. overall. It's just. It was just. It's so, like it, there's hope that there's these movies can come out and still be original, different, special. Yeah. You know, and it's so just, much fun. Yeah. And again, so engaging. Different. Yeah. Yes. You know, not the same old, same old shit you're going to get all the time. But brief, here's the brief plot synopsis. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So you have an agent, excuse me, an aging uh, Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives that she could have led. But there's a lot more to that. But yeah, Michelle Yeoh is phenomenal. But my, we got James Hong. That's right. Mm. Lopan, son. Lopan from Big Term of Little China in here. Jamie Lee Curtis is great mm. in this. And the the huge surprise for me, Kehui Kwan. Mm. Kehui Kwan. All right. If you guys don't know who that is, okay, this guy, not only did he give an amazing physical performance in the fight scenes, but his acting was mm. phenomenal. Can we give this guy Best Supporting Actor <laughs> Award? But if you guys don't know who that is, that's motherfucking Short Round, y'all. That is Short Round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yes. And he's been retired from movies for many years now. And boom. Man, talk about making a comeback. Uh, it was so, so nice to see him mm-hmm. uh, in this. Uh, but yeah, beautiful, crazy visuals. You know, we got some crazy shit here. And Michelle Hill's performance is just so good. Mm-hmm. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, it, it's this movie is so fascinating, not just as a movie itself. But you got to think about it. The script. Imagine giving the script mm-hmm. to Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> And she's like, what? Yeah. Dildos, hot dog hands, rocks with googly eyes. Yeah. I mean, it had to have kind of been a hard sell to everyone involved uh, in this. Yeah. Uh, but my boy, his short round, son, in a great fight scene. And it's, I mean, you could call this an action film, but I didn't really look at it that way. There's a few fights, but all the fights, the fight choreography is phenomenal. Um, all the fights are filmed well. You can see everything. It's how fights are supposed to be filmed. And it's just just a blast uh, watching this. You got the Marshall Club guys showing up. When the Marshall Club guys showed up, I was like, oh, the fight's going to get a little bit more intense. Uh, but it's funny throughout. And like you said, heartwarming. You know, heartwarming. Um, and, you know, dealing with, you know, her... her, her now, did you like... Um, the the daughter the actress who played the daughter um well 
did you did you think she did a good job as well, or were you kind of like, were you not sure at first? You were like, mm. I wasn't sure at first. Right. Yeah. I was. I definitely wasn't sure. At I first was the same way because I didn't like the character. Right. Right. Um, right. Right. But I think by the end, I was kind of fine, just because of the way it kind of wrapped around by the end. Yeah. Because yeah. just the way things worked out. Because right. definitely, I, I wasn't really, I wasn't really on board at first. Look at Cal. <laughs> we won't ruin that for you. We will not ruin Rakakuni for you. But it's fucking hilarious. Oh, no. uh, but yeah, uh, uh, great visuals. Just, just, it's just such a blast. We definitely would have had a fun. We would have had fun seeing this in theater as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was just such a blast. And Michelle Yeoh, man. Still, <laughs> the hot dog hands. Mm. Oh, I think one of my favorite moments is Pinky of Fury, which was fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Michelle Yeoh still got it. I mean, she still got it. She could still do the physical action. Her acting mm-hmm. was was phenomenal. And, you know, I, I did get, did you get a little bit of uh, Terry Gill- Gillian uh, vibes in a little, this? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I did. I did, too. Which is not a bad thing because uh, that guy's great, uh, but yeah, overall fantastic. See, if you just watch this, you're probably like, "What the fuck is happening?" Mm-hmm. You watch the movie, believe it or not, it all makes sense, and you have to applaud that mm-hmm. they made this batshit premise work. Um, but uh, now we have to watch the director's other movie. We still haven't seen um, Swiss Army Man. Yeah, and I heard that's fucking nuts yeah. too. So. Yeah. It makes sense how they're the the directors of this, uh, but yeah. Just anything else before we rate this? Mm-mm, no. Just just phenomenal, phenomenal. And man, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. So before I give my rating here, Lady Fat Blood, what are you giving this movie? Oh, a plus. A plus. A plus. A plus. Absolutely. Until I saw this movie. RRR, which we also gave an A plus. Uh, <laughs> I was already like, this is my favorite film of the year. Like nothing's gonna beat it, right? All I gotta say is it's got personally for me, it's got some tough competition, but that's a good thing. But holy shit, man, I love this movie. <laughs> Yes. It's almost like a breath of fresh air. Like, <laughs> great cinema still exists. Yes, yes, yes. Just phenomenal. 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 All right. All right. Hold on a second here. Let me go ahead and let's keep rocking and rolling. We're having a blast hanging out with all you badasses. Cheers again. Oh, no. Gravy uh, is, is returned. Causing a ruckus. <laughs> uh, Kevin said earlier, we put it, put uh, him on a shirt. He'll buy it. He'll buy the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, phenomenal movie, man. And uh, I didn't get in a little emotional. No. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, I wasn't going to say anything. I told... I, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're outing yourself. No. Outing yourself. <laughs> your fault. Uh, it shows the power of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like to have fun. All right, here we go. 
Severio's got a round two apple juice. We're keeping it going. I'm having a blast tonight. All right, let's go ahead and we're not going to rate Obi Wan. We're just going uh, to do. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, right. we're going to give our honest thoughts about it. Um, okay, first up, uh, let's see. So we're going to be talking about episodes four through six briefly, quickly. Well, maybe not too quick. Uh, I do have some things to rant about. Uh, episode four was pretty bad and there's really not that much to really talk about that so we're gonna we're gonna speed through that shit uh just give me a second here i'm just kind of deleting some images that we don't need in here anymore you guys are awesome thanks again for hanging out all right so boom episode four obi-wan kenobi plots a daring mission into enemy territory aka the scooby-doo episode dun 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 and obi-wan easily sneaks into <laughs> empire's fortress uh takes out some stormtroopers leia out uh forces reva yes uh and, this uh, interrogate obi-wan hides leia under his uh raincoat <laughs> and then they sneak out yeah this this is the this episode is worthless uh interrogation sequence with reva trying to be evil and uh, little Leia basically basically using the Force to uh, outforce Reva, even though Leia doesn't know anything about the Force. Didn't but... we do this in Episode 7? Yes, we did this in Episode 7. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, just a lot of just... You guys remember the, the pilot that got shot down? And this pilot's like, no! And the show made, it, made a big deal about that pilot dying. And we're like, who the fuck was the pilot? We don't know and we don't care. All right. And obviously nobody could take this seriously here. <laughs> uh unless this was supposed to be funny on purpose, I don't know, but we were laughing our asses off uh at this. Uh but it's such a filler episode. It's uh a a, a very throwaway episode. Was there anything else about this piece of shit episode that we can just move on? That other character bitch slapped stormtroopers, and that took them out. The stormtroopers are that weak now, I guess. And there was a badass stuntman. Yeah, that, uh, that was the same his name. episode where your stuntman. Yeah, David. Uh, I forgot his name. His name's uh, his first name's David. I know that sums it up. But uh, he came in as one of the Imperial officers, and uh, I saw a posting. Uh, congratulations to him to getting more shine and getting out there. I would love to have him on the show one day and talk to him because he's 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 legit badass. He's very talented. But he said that he was happy to be a part of the show, but he had a better, more planned out, cooler fight with the character that we don't give shit about that died. That the show tried to make us give a shit about that people rate. Your people were like, "Oh, that character, no, the character died. We don't, we don't even know her name." Uh, they had a really good fight uh, uh, set up between both of them before she takes him out. Uh, no, they were just like, no, nah, fuck it, just have her, just have her do a little chop something, and then uh, go in the next scene. And kind of threw that, guy, kind of wasted him. So that that's kind of a negative for me. All right, enough of episode four. Uh, nobody gives a shit about that. All right, let's see here. All right, episode five. All right, Obi Wan plans his next move as the Empire closing in tries to draw him out. All right, so there's some good stuff in this episode. I really enjoyed uh, this sequence right here uh, between the little flashback uh, between our boys here. 
uh, Hayden doing a great job, and Ewan doing a, a phenomenal job. And I love this scene because, you know, hey, you know, kind of seen there for a second, Anakin was the stronger, more powerful guy right there, and he was talking shit. He was talking some shit to Ob- I mean, uh, you know, Obi-Wan, and uh, Obi-Wan was disarmed even, and he still used his his brain, his smarts, his experience, and uh, won that little that little contest. And that was a great scene. So props to the show for giving, for giving us something positive. It does not last long, though. It does not last long. So now the big the big reveal here is we finally, after four episodes of bullshitting, we're finally finding out what Reva's pet peeve is with Obi can blow me. All right, and and go ahead, take it away. I'm doing all the talking here. Go ahead, talk about that scene. Well, I remember um, some other YouTuber had uh, already suggested this the the scene it in the what was it the first episode where you see uh, Order sixty six uh-huh. when Anakin is going around killing all the younglings and right. you see a little uh, black padawan, right. a young black padawan girl, right. Um, they had already speculated that that was Reva. They already assumed that that was Reva, and yeah. um, they were correct. That was Reva. She survived Order sixty six. Yeah, and she became an Inquisitor. And her whole beef, this whole time mm-hmm. as an Inquisitor, yeah, her whole beef and her whole goal was that she wanted revenge against Darth Vader because she she knows who he is. Yes. And she's pissed at Obi-Wan because he he let because because Anakin was his Padawan. Right. Obi-Wan, you know Where were you? Yeah. Yeah. When we were getting slaughtered. Right. Yeah. And so she's pissed at Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. pissed at Vader, so she's gonna get revenge. Mm-hmm. So she really and you know she really intends to get revenge on Vader also. Mm-hmm. Which right. Uh, from a story standpoint, we all we, we all know that that can't happen. So your your story is already null and void at this point. From a story standpoint, your story is null and void. Right. So your existence already is pointless. Yeah, because we know she never gets revenge anyway. So yeah, your anger and your your vengeance against Obi Wan also null and void. Mm-hmm. So we already know that neither direction is going anywhere from a story standpoint. So you're already pointless right this is what i'm thinking this whole time so she's got obi-wan and the the you know rebellion or whatever yeah ice cube son right yeah yeah yeah. pinned in this uh, hold and they're they're trying to take off but they can't because their ship's fucked up because lola fucked up the ship because lola's got got reprogrammed and turned evil batteries not included bot got turned evil oh batteries not included that was a movie from the 1980s by the way for you gen zetters who don't know what that is look it up google it it was a cute little movie that nobody remembers anyway yeah um is exactly what that is it google it um they won't they won't google it anyway um and so they're they're trying to buy time and obi-wan is like look I'll help you, you know, I'll, you know, I'll just, I'll, dude, I'll help you out. Just, you know, he'll never see it coming because I'll, you know, I'll be the bait or whatever, something like that. I don't remember the exact conversation. And you're not sure if she's going to help or not. And at one point they leave, 
Well, no, they don't leave, but no, leave. she she leads the charge. She leads. The she charge. says fire and goes in and kills a whole bunch of in innocent people. So she, yeah, but she does eventually face off with. Obi Wan gives himself up. But she does eventually face off with Vader later. But once Obi Wan gives himself up, he okay. has they have dialogue really quick. Right. Hey, let's work together. Right. He's after you know he'll he'll be concentrated on me. Right. Okay. As I escape, because remember Obi escapes on the right. ship. Right. That's right. And uh, he'll be concentrated on me, and then um, he's all yours. Right. That's that's basically what okay. Happened. Okay. Now, boom! I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. This was an entertaining scene. Um. Basically, Vader. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed Vader. You know, grabbing the ship. I was like, "Holy shit!" Ripping the doors off. Basically, just toying with her. Uh, she's completely, totally out of his league. So I kind of had some fun with this scene. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but after running her through, she should have been dead. Okay, Qui Gon got ran through, dead. All right, old Obi Wan got fucked up. Okay. People are getting ran through. Who else got stabbed and lived? Everybody except for Qui-Gon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 Sumo brought this up uh, earlier. He says, why does Hayden look older than Obi-Wan? He said they should have de-aged him somehow. Hard living. Hard, hard living. Uh, but it was great to see him. But uh, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed this. Her strategy was fucking terrible. It was so bad. That's right. She they, Her strategy they, was so they, bad, though. He, he stopped the ship, right? He stopped the ship, ripped the doors off, but the little ship and inside the, it was went a, off. Because it, it was a cover. Yes. And then, they, and then she snuck up behind him, made a giant, make a big old fucking noise. It was fucking horrible. And then, that's right. <laughs> and then he punked her out. And then it Which was, like, was okay. kind of fun seeing her punk. Right. Okay, that's because um, that's, it shows you how much I give a shit about this show. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. So she's still alive. And yeah. now she, she 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 got she overheard got information she knows where Luke is. Did she did she read Obi Wan's mind or something? No, like I think that? she got there. Somebody was telling Obi Wan something. The kid is here, and we had, uh, something. I forgot how she got the information, guys. Maybe you can help us out. But here, here's the thing, guys. It doesn't matter. And I'm gonna get into. It doesn't matter. A little bit later. Okay, here we go. Okay, if she didn't read Obi Wan's mind. How does she know that that's? I forgot. Somebody was transmitting info, okay. and she heard it. So how does she know that that's Luke Skywalker? Well, the, uh, I forgot how. It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. But I she forgot. knows Luke I is. A, none of the show matters. It does. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she went. She knows where Luke's is. All right. Oh, and the fake. Dead. Okay, that's right. There was a. There was a. That's right. The um, guy from Immortals, Eternals. Eternals, Eternals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He dropped that disc. That's right. I forgot. Okay, there you go. That, there you go. That disc that this camera made sure to zoom in on on the ground. Right. That's right. Right. right, right. That's right. I forgot. Okay. So, uh, out of all the episodes we've seen so far, there was some cool stuff in this episode. I will admit that. All right. Episode six. Uh, Obi Wan is drawn into a confrontation with Vader as Luke's fate hangs in the balance. Okay. Let's talk about the good and the bad. All right. So y'all know the fanboy and me, right? You can see Obi-Wan fight Vader. You know, I'm going to kind of like that, right? This is the positives of, I will talk about the positives and I will talk about the negatives of this fight, okay? Positives. I love the location. I love the location. This is some old school martial arts samurai shit where two badasses, two masters go out in the middle of fucking nowhere. 
and fight to the death. I really like the location. I thought that was actually pretty cool. All right, that's it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I enjoyed, uh, for the most part, uh, the fight choreography was well done. There was a lot of fan service there. I mean, Obi-Wan did his little pose, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he, You know, he did his little flipping around and all that stuff. So the, for a lot of fans of the prequels, uh, I'm sure they were jumping up and, and enjoying that. And uh, it was cool seeing Vader kind of punking him, using the Force on him a little bit. Uh, and I believe... Uh, I will save the last, the last positive. The major positive I will save after I get the negative out of the way. There was some shaky cam, and I don't know why it wasn't needed. The shaky cam wasn't so bad to the point where it didn't it didn't piss me off, but I didn't notice that it was there, and it wasn't needed. I don't know why. There's there was there was a, there was a couple of shots where the camera was like far away, and you see them dueling, and yet the camera's doing this. Like, why are you doing that? Stop it. So it wasn't. The camp, the shaky cam wasn't that bad enough to where Samurai guy got pissed off. And I was like, fuck this fight. Okay. It, but I didn't notice it. Another big negative about the fight is never cut away. Martial arts action movie makers. Okay. Filmmakers, badasses, very talented people that make movies. When you have your main battle, never fucking cut away. Never cut away from your finale. Stop doing that and as soon as i was getting into it i was like oh shit it's going down oh no no we gotta see what the fucking reva we gotta we gotta wrap up the reva shit the stuff we don't give a shit about we don't care about the story we don't care about this character well no let's interrupt the the so-called rematch of the century let's just go over here and what made me laugh was fucking Baru was packing heat. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Baru and uh, Owen, right? Yeah. Was packing heat. Yeah. See, my. It was firing on her. My, and I'm like, why is this taking so long my to issue, disarm both of them? But my, yeah, go ahead. My issue with, with Reva's whole. The writing's story, bad. The writing could have been told a lot better for that character. Reva's, Reva's motivations were fine. Yeah. But when you've only got six episodes to tell a story mm-hmm. and you've got you've got Obi-Wan's story with Leia's story, and then you've got this new character of Reva with right. her own motivations, yeah, there's just not enough time mm-hmm. to tell a good enough story. So something should have been cut. Yes. Or, or more focused something on something should have been lengthened. Right. So one thing needed to have been something needed to have been something something had to give yes and the problem with reva is that by this point in the game reva was an inquisitor doesn't matter if she wanted revenge on vader mm-hmm. she did a lot of bad things yes she did a lot of bad things in the name of her vengeance yes and like you had overheard somebody say there were times where she was passing uh freeze-dried jedi babies <laughs> well i mean, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, no, I mean like, as a joke she's like 
going to her job every day, yeah. she's probably walking by a whole bunch of pickled kids. Yes, exactly. Okay, or Jedi younglings. Yeah, and she's she she yelled yes. fire, let it let a whole troops in there, killed a whole bunch of innocent people. Yes. To make it to even make it from the streets, from yes. the streets, yeah. were to your mother to make it from that into the into the, be in, in an inquisitor yes. group. You have to have done some fucked up shit yes. to get underneath to get underneath you know Vader's wing. Yes, you have done some fucked up shit. Yes. So with bad writing and with only six episodes. Yes. Oh, all of a sudden she's good now. Yes, and because fuck off, dude. Because we are ten years removed from Revenge of the Sith, and this particular storyline, yeah, does not address what Darth Vader knows. Sorry, I didn't need to press that. We'll get to that in a minute. Darth Vader does not, this particular storyline. Right. Now, I'm not talking about canon in other universes. I'm not talking about canon in any other continuity, any other animated series, anything. This continuity never addresses what Darth Vader knows about his children. He doesn't, this, this story does not address if he knows that they're alive, if he knows that there are two of them, mm-hmm. if he knows anything. Right. He doesn't, this story doesn't address jack shit. So, how does Reva know that Luke Skywalker is, first of all, Anakin's son, first of all. Second of all, when she goes to kill Luke Skywalker out of vengeance or justice or whatever, what are her motivations for going to kill Luke? I guess she's going to kill Luke to get back at Vader. But how does she know he's going to give a shit? At this stage in the game, that's true. does she know that he knows... Yeah. And if she knows that he knows he's already killed children. Does he why would she think <laughs> why would he yeah, because why would she think she cared about because Luke? we don't even know if he knows at this stage in the game from a story, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm nitpicking. Fine, sue me. But I'm saying because we don't know from a viewer's perspective, yeah, and I'm trying to be le- I'm legitimately asking these questions because from from a character <clears throat> perspective, right, we we have no reason to give a shit about this story. And when you're interrupting a story that we do care about, and I'm, 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 I'm asking these questions to these yeah. writers because you, you gave us this premise, right? You gave us this, this premise of Obi-Wan and Luke and, and Anakin facing off again, fucking up the timeline, fucking up the continuity yeah. between revenge of the Sith and a new hope. You did this. Mm-hmm. You gave us this. Right. So now you're forcing us to ask these questions because you've presented this. You presented us this as here you go. This is what happened. Okay. Well, then I'm bouncing this back to you. Right. Why should we care? Right. Because now you've you've given us this new character of Reva that now you're saying you're threatening us with the spinoff of this character. This spinoff is dead on arrival. Who who has now dead on arrival? Who yeah? Who has now interrupted this 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 storyline between Anakin and 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 Obi-Wan's new confrontation going to kill Luke Skywalker who we don't know if Anakin even knows about for justice in why would he care why would Anakin care does he know we don't know yeah. would he care we don't know so what is her motivation we don't know so why would we care writers i, I i'm serious yeah. i'm being serious so ultimately why should I care? And now you have now interrupted a somewhat more interesting story with this character yeah. that I don't give a shit about. And I'm being serious. And before you dropped all that knowledge, I at first thought uh, 
that she was just trying to get back at Obi-Wan because he knew she knew Obi-Wan cared for the boy. I thought that's what she was doing at first. But everyone's kind of going with your theory that she's still trying to get revenge on Vader. Uh but but it does it's still it's still the same it's still the same two different uh what's called motivations. It's still bad. <laughs> it's still bad writing uh for this character. Now we have seen we have seen movies and TV series where uh, we are introduced to an antagonist and through good writing, a, a, a series or movie series that takes its time to develop. And, and, and you can kind of go and root for this guy. He's like, hey, this person used to be the antagonist, but now he, he's searching for redemption or trying to do something right for a change. And in a way, we can kind of root for this character. We've seen it done right. But you can't do that in six episodes with all these other characters. And think about all the episodes they wasted with just, like, the fourth episode. <laughs> they wasted time. We and that was only 30 you know, minutes. Yeah. That was 30 minutes. Yeah. You could have condensed down to a 10-minute rescue scene and devoted another 40 minutes to a story of substance. Of something else right you don't need a 30 minute rescue operation yeah yeah a whole entire 30 minute episode of a rescue operation and that's it and that's, that's it. filler filler stop we don't need if you got six episode series there should be no filler episodes none there should be none but after this bullshit uh so you know she oh i'm a good guy now i'm not gonna kill luke yay and you have obi-wan going you're not like Vader because you made a choice. This all could have worked with better writing leading up to this. <laughs> but think about it. The episode before that, she led a troop. She led a whole platoon that went in there and killed a whole bunch of innocent people. And the very next episode, I'm good. No, fuck you, you failed. All right, next. All right, so let's get to the best part of the fight. So, before we get to the best part of the fight, one more minor nitpick. I thought, I enjoyed the fight for what it was. I thought that we were going to get a callback to their encounter earlier. I thought something similar was going to happen. Meaning, Obi-Wan's getting his butt kicked, right? And he's he's just not he's not as powerful force wise as Vader is. So he uses his experience and he uses his smarts to overcome him. I thought something similar like that was going to happen, but no, he just thinks of Princess Leia. <laughs> he's buried under rubble. He just thinks of Princess Leia, and then he's he, he's powered over nine thousand like that. He's got his he's got his force blue ball. He's got his force balls back, not blue balls. His force balls back, and you know he he he's just as powerful as Ray now from uh, Rise of the Skywalker, and he can use he can move blocks, and then he just beats the shit out of Vader after that. So in terms again, visually it's fun to watch, right? Force people using force powers, visually it's fun to watch. But I kind of thought, you know, that this scene was kind of important, and the end finale fight would kind to kind of be similar in a way. I thought that was going to happen, but they were like, no, uh, you waited six episodes for this. You're going to fucking get it now. 
and he fucks up Vader. He cuts cuts his helmet open. And uh, I like how they did the the voice uh, back and forth when Hayden was talking to him, and he's kind of damaged, and you you hear a mixture of Anakin's really his real you know Anakin's voice and uh, James Earl Jones's Vader voice. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. So now the best part of the fight. This was this line, this this directing, and this scene was fucking five out of five stars. Kind of made up for that cringy "I hate you" scream from Revenge of the Sith, but uh, anyway, <laughs> this was phenomenal. So he fucks up Vader. We have this really good dialogue. Uh, his, his helmet. We have this really good dialogue. Uh, apparently this happened on uh, Rebels. I'm told. Uh, I guess Ahsoka did the exact same thing. And on the Rebels animated series, and you see Anakin's eye through there, uh, which I still need to watch that show. I, you guys recommended that to me. I got to check it out. But Hayden's performance here, really good, really good. And, you know, Ewan's performance, fucking fantastic. And they have this dialogue between each other. And go ahead and talk about the best line, the best line. Yeah. It was, it basically <clears throat> boiled down to Anakin just looking at him and was like, what was it? You didn't kill me. I killed me. Yeah. You didn't kill Anakin. Yeah. I yeah. killed Anakin. Yeah. That is fucking gangster. Yeah. That is fucking evil as shit. That is phenomenal. Now imagine that exact same dialogue and sequence in a really good show. Yeah. Imagine that. We would all would have had Star Wars boners at this point. But we're here, like I said, we're here to talk about the negative and the positive. But that was one of the major positives. But another negative is just like episode three, (laughs) Obi-Wan has the high ground and he walks away and doesn't doesn't finish him off. Again. He should finish. He has. He can finish him off. No, I'm just gonna leave him there. I'm gonna walk away. It's all good. It's all good. I know. I know they couldn't do it. I know because episode four. I get it. I got it. But we're gonna get into it. Doesn't matter in a minute. Uh, so Luke shows up. So it goes. I mean, not Luke. Uh, Obi Wan shows up at the end. And he goes hello there, just like all the Obi Wan moments, the classic Obi Wan moments, and gives Luke. Uh, he meets Luke, uh, and uh, gives him a toy or whatever. He meets Luke. So Luke is that fucking dumb. Luke what, is that does, fucking he stupid. He doesn't know his name. Oh, oh, oh. He, just, he doesn't say his name. Oh, look at there. Always a way out. Huh? What? Always a way what? out. What? Disney. <laughs> Disney. There's he was chased a, by a always, lady. There's always a way out. He Disney. Was, yeah, there you go. Disney, there's always a way out. He was chased by a lady but with a lightsaber. Uh, but, you know, he when he sees the lightsaber in episode four, it's like, oh, I've never seen this. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Hey, it's All like right. it's like Leia. I, I I had a whole adventure with Obi Wan Kenobi right. when I was ten years old. Yeah, but I'm gonna watch him die when I'm twenty <laughs> and not give a fuck. It doesn't matter. There's always a way. There's out. always a way out. All right. All right. So, uh, you know what? Hey, I'm not gonna lie. It was nice seeing Qui Gon. It was it was it was more nice seeing Liam Neeson. Mm. It was nice seeing Liam. It was nice to see him uh, again. Uh, a fun moment that could have been a an amazing, great moment if we had a better show, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else before I go into my timeline? Uh, no, I... 
there were there were oh huh do you want to talk about the quote the quote that somebody wanted either deborah chow said Ooh. this show was going to mm. be akin to oh i did not know this i had no idea this was a thing <laughs> so when i found this out the other day i was like are you fucking kidding me right now are you kidding me right now again there's a lot of people that love this show they were happy they were crying at the end i'm so happy for you i'm glad you guys got enjoyment we don't want you guys to not enjoy yourselves we're giving our own opinion our own on our own goddamn channel that's the kind of the point of it we have to be honest you want us to be fake and love everything right but i didn't know this uh go ahead I I thought it was you heard Kathleen Kennedy. I thought it was Deborah Chow, the director of right. the series, um, was basically saying that yeah, the show is basically going to be akin to somewhere along the lines of a cross between Joker and uh, uh, Logan. Joker and Logan. Which uh, no. What? No, honey. No. What? No. I guess because I guess because Logan had a little girl with him. Okay, but Joker, uh, I guess origin story. Uh, look, look, uh, Bob Odinson, you are correct. You are correct. I will never shit on the people who like stuff like this. We will never do that. No, because uh, we, we never punch not- down. That's not what we do here. We don't punch down. That because you know what? That's 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 trashy. That's trashy to do shit yeah, like that. People need to stop doing that. If you love Avatar, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Bob says that quote is insane. Yeah, mm. it's insane. So here we go, guys. I have a theory and I want to know your opinion. Even those that are watching after this is live, let me know in the comments below what you guys think of this theory. I don't know if I can think this way, but I don't know if this will help. If you guys are loving, here's the thing. We don't hate everything Disney, Star Wars. We love Rogue One. We will defend Rogue One till till the end, okay? Um, we love Mandalorian Season 1 and 2. Loved it. Raved about it. Tried to get other people to watch. However... The Marvel DC shows, I mean the Marvel DC, the Marvel shows have just given us every Marvel show after WandaVision has given not I always say it gives me blue balls, but it gives us potential and then disappointment. Next show, potential disappointment. Potential, some good scenes here and there, disappointment. Potential, all oh, those two episodes were awesome. Those two episodes out of the six episode show was awesome. So that should that should that should work, right? You got what you wanted. No. This needs to stop, okay? And so after Boba shit and fucking, you know, it, it had two good episodes in it, didn't it, right? But overall, it was disappointing. And unfortunately with this, I mean, by default, five and six are the best episodes, by default. But it's not enough. It's not enough to save the show for us. Stop these six-episode shows that with filler in it, okay? <laughs> and Gravy's just chilling on my back there. But... If you guys love everything Disney Star Wars, jump. If you love everything Disney Star Wars, and you're like, dude, Boba Fett was fucking great. You know, Obi Wan, fucking dope sauce. Okay, (laughs) sauce. This will not pertain to you. 
what I'm about, this theory, I'm going to throw at you, this idea. These are for the people that are struggling with Disney Star Wars right now. So this is what I, this is this is what I'm going to give you guys right here, okay? So if you're struggling right now, this may or may not work for you. For us, probably not. But for you, I want to I'm going to just throw this out there. Hail Hail Mary. All right. Disney Star Wars movies and shows. Nothing matters. Continuity doesn't exist. They're doing their own thing. With the legacy characters, they're creating their own adventure, their own world, and there's no connection, there's no continuity <laughs> to the older movies. I'll give you an example. Star Trek, all right, when J.J. Abrams took over, his series of movies were called the were under the Kelvin timeline to the point where, that's what they call it. So it's not canon. To the original series. There's no continuity to the original series. This is its own thing, doing its own thing with the legacy characters. They even have this uh, on the 4K box sets now. They highlight the Calvin timeline now. Mm -hmm. So, moving forward, those of you that are struggling, watching the, just struggling with Disney, Disney era Star Wars in general. Can you guys look at these these properties, all of these properties, as the Calvin Calvin timeline of Star Wars, where nothing matters, continuity does not exist, and Disney Star Wars Kelvin timeline era of movies and shows are doing their own thing with the legacy characters. And there you go. Can you, does that help? For us, it does not. We're kind of done. <laughs> We're kind of checked out. But for those of you that are having issues with the, the Disney era Star Wars, not including the Mandalorian, okay, can you view all of these shows? Because that's what's going to keep, that's what's going to keep happening. We're going to get more shows. We're going to get more, more movies. And they're going to fuck it up. They're going to fuck up the continuity. It's not going to make sense. And it's not going to matter, right? So can you look at Disney-era Star Wars as the Kelvin timeline? I want you guys to let me know in chat and let me know in the comments. Because some people might be completely fine with that. They're like, yeah, Disney's, Disney's doing their own thing. They're telling their own stories, brand new adventures with the, with the, with the legacy characters, and they're doing whatever they want, and they're making fun content. So you guys may you may be perfectly fine with Disney era. Uh, I'm going to call it Kelvin timeline <laughs> content. So I don't know if that helps you. It may not. It doesn't help us. We're still annoyed, as if you can't tell right now. So I want to know what you guys think. So let me go over here to chat right now. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. I just finished Open One. Uh, pointless story. Disney has a strange infatuation with trying to push their characters all the while crapping on the legacy characters. There you go. There we go. Disney Star Wars, not my canon. There you go. All right. <laughs> sumo. Uh, sumo thinks Jar Jar Binks should have been on the show. I'm kind of surprised Jar Jar Binks hasn't shown up anywhere. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I say, you know, I keep getting this weird feeling that they're going to remake four, five, and six completely. Oh, God. I will laugh hysterically at that. Uh, Severio says, I do agree with you on that as much as I've enjoyed these shows. They need to give us more episodes. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if looking at those, this Disney era of content as a Kelvin timeline, I don't know if that helps you. It may not. And believe it or not, even though she's saying don't do it, <laughs> she's saying don't do it again. You're setting yourself up for, for disappointment. I won't watch Andor. And the only reason I'm interested in Andor is because there's no legacy characters in it. Okay. And this is an era where we get to see the beginnings of the rebellion. So we're getting kind of new characters we're looking at and a story we not necessarily have seen in live action. So fingers crossed that Andor will be a good story, man. That's all we want. We know the production value is going to be there. We know there's probably going to have some cool action scenes, okay? But we want a good story. We want memorable characters, you know? Stop forcing characters like Reva on us with bad writing. With good writing, I guarantee you Reva would have been an awesome fucking character, right? And we could go on, we can watch her adventures moving forward. Will we watch her adventures moving forward now? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to rush when I'm not going to go out and my, rush out of my way to watch Andor when it comes out. But I have my fingers crossed for it because, again, there's no legacy characters in it. So we got a shot at something special, I hope. I hope. But with all these blue balls track record of failure, at least for us, everybody loves the Marvel shows. They love it. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's no RRR, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We love RRR. But yeah. All right. So let us know in the comments below. We're not ending the video, but let us know in the comments below what you guys think of the Kelvin timeline, <laughs> Disney era for Star Wars. Does that help you get through it? Uh, let us know. All right. Enough of that. Overall, do, do you prefer... Uh, Obi-Wan over Book of Boba Fett. Oh, God. Well, I know. They the, have those two special Mandalorian that's, episodes. That's the problem. Is yeah. at least, oh God. Right? It's like, which shit smells the least? <laughs> you, you have to watch you have to watch the last two episodes of Boba Fett yeah. to get into the third season of Mandalorian. Yeah. Right. You don't have to watch you don't have to watch Obi-Wan for anything. I wonder if you could just skip to episode five and six and call it a day for obi-wan well yeah yeah i guess you could just skip you don't even have to watch but you don't have to watch obi-wan for anything that's true you you know what that's true i you know a lot of people like this oh it's fun seeing Sidious for a little bit that was fun some people Forgot some people that. some people like the relationship with um obi-wan and leia and i can see why but honestly i think it adds absolutely nothing to anything because if you go back and watch new hope and granted, A New Hope is my least favorite. It, of, it's my least favorite too. It's my least go-to of the three original. Yeah, I love the movie, but not as much as the other two. It's just not. It's just not yeah. my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, there is absolutely no connection between Leia and Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, she sends him the hologram. 
She says, you served my father in the Clone Wars. Help me one, Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yeah. When he dies, there is nothing. Yeah. She consoles Luke, who is more distraught yeah. over Obi-Wan's death, whom he had just met like a day ago. Right. And trained for with a for like trained with for a few hours. Mm -hmm. Luke Skywalker is more upset over Obi Wan Kenobi's death than Princess Leia. And don't give me that shit about oh well she's a princess she's a this and that and this and that. She barely even shed a tear over her fucking planet dying because she's a this and that and this. Don't give me that shit. Yeah. Don't give me that. I don't. don't just don't. It's almost like there was moments where it was so try hard too. Like we randomly found your mother's blaster holder randomly somewhere we found it and now i'm giving it to you and at the end leia's holding her mom's blaster holder and i'm like you know there's some people out there that says compared to leia in the trilogy and and the original trilogy and compared to leia on this show they're making leia a mary sue and she was not princess leia is an iconic character princess leia is a great character because when you first meet her she's kind of a snob She's kind of a she's kind of a bitch a little bit when you first meet her, and then when you get to know her a little bit, you're like, oh shit, she knows how to fight back. She's a blaster. She's kind of a badass, but she fails along the way, you know. But she makes it. She's a great character. She's not. I know how to do everything technically. <laughs> I can outforce someone else, even though I don't know anything about the force, and I'm just a badass. I'm great at everything. You know, and some people are some people are saying that. I'm not personally saying that Leia on this show is a Mary Sue, but some people have an argument for it. You know, but then again, but then again, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's the Kelvin timeline of Star Wars. And that's why I'm saying there were parts of of Obi Wan that I I was and don't get me I was actually really looking forward to to the show. Everybody was by my own mistake. That yeah. was my mistake. I was looking forward to this fucking show because ever since ever since Rogue One came out, yeah, and Jimmy Smiths came in. Oh, hold on, we have a correction. We have a correction. Hold on. What? Bob says that was the Imperial Girls holster. The girl that died, the girl we didn't give a shit about. Okay. Still stupid. <laughs> I thought that was. Then, I don't know why I thought he said it was his mother. Her mother's holster. I thought he said it was his mom. Her mom. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matters, matter. It's even worse. Matters even worse. Okay. Now. Okay. But thank you for clarifying that, Bob. Yeah. But yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So ever since um, Rogue One came out mm -hmm. and and Jimmy Smith showed up, his character mm -hmm. from uh, the prequels. Yeah. I was actually really happy about that, even though at the time mm -hmm. uh, we were still on the high that was Episode Seven. Because we didn't know that the dark times were about to come. And um, we were still kind of bitter about the prequels at the time. Right. And we didn't know how bad the Disney trilogy was going to get. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I was, when, when Jimmy Smith showed up in Rogue One, I was like, you know what? If you can salvage anything from those prequels, mm -hmm. anything, yeah. I would actually be really okay with that. If you could bring back, Ewan McGregor as as Obi Wan, mm -hmm. I'd be really happy about that. Even if you could bring back Anakin and mm -hmm. and um, Hayden Christensen, even though I didn't like him as as just because his dialogue was cringe. It's not his fault. It's not yeah, his fault. I was always really, I was always really okay with the idea of salvaging anything from those films. Like I never liked, I, I was never okay with the look of the films. 
the movies themselves to me they had this really ugly early to mid 2000s i know the first one came out in 99 but you know early to mid 2000s just this ugly cgi everything was heavily cgi i hated the way the movies looked there was just this clean pristine aesthetic to them that i never just, liked yeah a lot of it looked fake yeah i just <laughs> i just never liked the way the movies looked yeah. but then you know after the after the Disney trilogy came out, you know, in hindsight, you come to look at it, and it's like, oh my god, those movies actually had a clear vision as opposed to this, and it's like, oh yeah. my god, you just you never knew, you never you knew, never knew yeah. who the fuck knew, mm-hmm. and and so when when Obi Wan series was like, oh my god, this could be a thing, we could actually start taking bits of the prequels and actually salvaging some, and then oh my god, Hayden Christensen. I was actually like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, some shit can come out of this, yeah. you know? Hey, yeah, I, was come a little, on. I was a little excited. Yeah. And then, you know, in comes Jimmy Smith and we're and in comes fucking uh uh um Owen. Um mm-hmm. yeah, my boy uh god damn it. <laughs> the actor that the, played Owen yes. in the in the prequels. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah, yeah. the guy. The guy um the really good actor. Yeah, yeah. Really actor. Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. And okay. you know. Even the you know the chick the the Peru the same actress you know all these people came back and it was like oh my god you know these people are coming back and it's like this is crazy you mm-hmm. know the, the continuity's there and people are you know it's like this is nice yeah. they're actually giving a shit and mm-hmm. everybody's still you know coming to play I was actually excited like a moron I was excited right. even though right. the sting of the Disney prequel the, the the Disney trilogies were still there in my mind and even though Boba Fett had just happened. And it was still there in my yeah. mind, but I was thinking, but it's Obi Wan. How can you fuck up an Obi? Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're only help. <laughs> Come on, Obi Wan. You're the one. You're the one. You know, I was thinking, how could you fuck this up? Like a moron. Like a moron. I was thinking, how yeah. could you? And yeah. by God, you know, we we expected a more personal journey and story with the character. And we thought with the first episode, half of the first episode, we thought that's what we were going to get. We were not expecting when we finally get an Obi-Wan Kenobi show that it was literally going to be the adventures of Princess Leia until the last two episodes. Yeah. It's not what we wanted. Yeah. But there's a lot of people out there love, they, they love, they love the show and I'm glad you guys love it. One more nitpick to make you guys mad at me. <laughs> Even though I enjoyed the end fight, despite the shaky cam and Obi-Wan just powering up out of nowhere, I still visually, I thought it was, I like the fight choreography. I, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I like the fight. Going to get a lot of flack for this, but do you guys remember this? I got to share it so you guys can see what I see. Do you guys remember this? Star Wars SE38 reimagined. I hate to say this, but I enjoyed this Obi-Wan Kenobi, this Redux Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Vader fight a lot, a lot more. I enjoyed this a lot more. And this was some small team that put this amazing fight together. I don't know if you guys have seen this. If you've never seen this, that's what it looks like. That's the that's the title of the video. Look it up on YouTube. And this is like two years old. And this is fucking great. This fight kind of beats the fight in episode six. But I just wanted to point that out. I don't want people to forget things that are Star Wars, but they're actually badass and very well done. 
So let's get back to it. But yeah, I kind of like that more. But enough of Obi-Wan. Let's go ahead and uh, move it along here. Now we're going to talk about, uh, thanks again for still hanging out with us. You guys are awesome. And Gravy is being quiet. I'm stunned. He just ate. He just ate. Ah, there's a catch, huh? So now, uh, quickly, we're going to go over some movies that have been out for a while. We just now, we had a movie marathon last Friday, we right? We did. After, okay, so what happened last week? We had a little scare. This Mr. Mr. here was not feeling well. Yeah. He got sick. Yeah, he got, he got very sick. sick. We had to take an emergency trip to the vet. And once he was starting to feel better um, with his meds, we uh, we started just having a movie marathon and we grabbed our Blu-ray wallet. We're like, fuck it. We got thousands of movies at our disposal. Yeah, yeah. That aren't on, uh, um, whatchamacallit, aren't on streaming services. Yeah. And um, we just popped in one of, we took out one of our wallets and we just started watching Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of there's a lot of Blu-rays we own that we haven't watched yet. There are, <laughs> there are. Yeah, which happens when you're used to be a collector like we used to. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump into it. Just briefly talk about some of these. So first up, 2016's Nocturnal Animals, a mystery kind of Alfred Hitchcockian style, even with a soundtrack, kind of sounds like a Hitchcock. Uh, movie soundtrack in a way mystery uh, a story within a story and that's all mm. we'll say yeah uh, we won't spoil any more but this was really good guys yeah. this surprised us i don't know if you guys have seen this uh but yeah phenomenal performances here uh especially from the cast and uh, michael shannon is is god <laughs> michael shannon is god okay uh but the surprising standout performance in this movie, I guess, like his character said in Age of Ultron, we didn't see it coming. <laughs> oh, do I get points for that? You might. Hey, I get you points. Just, just Can I get a kiss? Can I get a, a kiss point? Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's right. The guy that was so generic in Godzilla 2014, they didn't really give him that much to do, who was fun and kick-ass, but that movie itself was what we loved more. But he was fun in that role. You will not recognize him in this. His performance as the antagonist in this movie is so... I, I wanted to jump through the TV and kick this guy's fucking ass. Yeah. I wanted to beat the shit out of this motherfucker. Yeah. That's how great Aaron Taylor Johnson's performance was. And uh, now, should he be playing Marvel's fucking what is the character movie coming out? Craven the Hunter? Probably not. I don't know about that, but I'm talking about this movie right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Um, and uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, solid. Oh yeah. He always is. Oh, he's you good too. To slap him. Oh, I wanted to slap the shit out of Jake. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. The the character. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but again. Another great performance from him yes. to bring emotion out of us like that. Yes. Uh, very interesting opening credits. Yes. <laughs> Was not expecting any of that. Yes. Uh, very interesting. Uh, those ladies were very brave. Uh, samurai guy would not be taking off his shirt. Uh, but uh, no, very nor, brave. Nor would I. Yeah. I would not be doing what those ladies would be doing. <laughs> uh, but uh, without spoiling it, can you kind of maybe give them an idea of what it's about because um, i don't want to spoil it for them if they want to watch it so amy adams 
is a very, very, very well-to-do off. She's very well off. She's so rich, she's bored. Yeah, she's very well off. She's an artist. Uh, she's married to... Army Hammer's character. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and he seems to be having issues with his... Uh, what is he, like a lawyer? Is he a lawyer? I Did they think say he's a lawyer? So. I have to, it's been a while. He's, yeah. uh, he, he is... Um, he seems to be having issues with his practice and it seems like he's, he's struggling. Yeah. And what the fuck is that? <laughs> Take my shirt off. Okay. I don't want to scare anyone. And um, <laughs> it's obvious that there's something going on with his side of the marital relationship. Right. The, the marriage ain't working out. Right. But she used to be with Jake Gyllenhaal's Jake Gyllenhaal, character. Which you, you find out through a series of flashbacks throughout the film. Mm -hmm. Um, Army Hammer and uh, Amy Adams, obviously, uh, they're just not, they're just not having a good relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, Army comes home. Um, Amy's like, I thought you were gonna stay. He's like, No, sorry, I gotta go. I gotta bounce. I just like, you just got home. He's like, no, I gotta go. I gotta go cheat on you. Yeah, and <laughs> basically through a phone call, she basically realizes that he's with another woman, mm -hmm. and she, it, while at home. She gets she gets she, get, book. she gets a delivery. She gets a special delivery. And there's a note from her former husband mm -hmm. saying, "You inspired this book from me." Yeah. And and this this story within this book, which she envisions these characters in her head, mm -hmm. one of whom looks very much like her, played by Isla Fisher, which, which is, is hilarious. Which is hilarious. Yeah. Which that's like one of the you know funniest things is because obviously those two look very much alike. Um, one whom looks like Isla, you know, Isla Fisher. One who looks just like Jake Gyllenhaal, mm -hmm. which obviously is also who plays her ex husband. Right. Right. And then there's a daughter who kind of looks like her. A daughter in real life, but you only see her once, which right, is very, right. which is a very strange thing. I was like, mm -hmm. was that real or was that, what was that, what was that? But it doesn't matter because it right. never comes up again. And the story that unfolds as she's reading it is juxtaposed to flashbacks that she has of her married life with him. Right, right. Don't really want to go no, too we, much No, we can't go. It. That's it. That's um, it. It's a very slow burn of a film. Yeah, it's a drama. It's a thriller. Um. Yeah. And it's it's kind of open to interpretation, but not so much yeah. that you're going to be left scratching your head. Right, right, right. I'll just put it that way. It's not like, a, what was that? What, what's yeah. going on? It's nothing like, like mm, I don't get it. It's not like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's 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 very interesting. It's film. good. It's, it's a great movie. Yeah. I was very surprised by it. And it has given Samurai Guy an idea. After watching Aaron's performance uh, in this movie. Did it come on screen? There we go. What's going on? There we go. We had a little delay there. After watching his performance on screen, in the future on the channel, I may do a. We both may do a video, uh, basically films that have changed our opinion on an actor, and we might do that because <laughs> we were always okay with him. You know, like we liked him in Kick Ass, mm -hmm. but we didn't really love him in anything else. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, holy shit! Yeah, he like really surprised us. So this might be a fun video, uh, movies that have changed our opinions on actors over the years. All right, so stay tuned for that. All right, so we highly recommend uh, Nocturnal Animals. Uh, we got what two, three, two more? We got two more left. Yeah, we're going to the sci-fi realm now. We're going to the sci-fi realm. 
2014's Predestination with my homie. Oh, fancy. I didn't know it was going to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> fancy smancy. Ooh. Uh, predestination with my home skillet now, uh, Ethan Hawk. That's right. Who I'm hearing has been killing it literally and uh, artistically in the Black Phone movie that's coming out uh, tomorrow. We we wanted to go see yeah. it. We can't see it, guys. So I'm just letting you know. Something else came up. We won't be able to see it tomorrow, but we're going to make a date. We got it in the calendar, goddammit. Next week, we'll see Black Phone, and we'll do a review for you guys. But uh, yeah, again, without really spoiling this, because there's some spoiled. Yeah, speaking of spoiled, this little guy. Uh, let's talk about the plot synopsis without spoiling it briefly. Oh lord, sci-fi um, time, sci-fi. Okay, um, a time traveler from the future tries to go back in time to stop a guy from blowing up. A city. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. That's that, like the most simplified version. Like, yeah. Well, we can mention Ethan Hawke without spoiling too much. Like, he's an agent. He's an agent. He's like a time traveling agent he's, from this organization. He goes back in time mm-hmm. to try to stop a catastrophic the fizzle. The fizzle bomber? Yes. Right. That's what they call this guy. Yes. The fizzle bomber. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I thought I said hi back. Are you up to date on your end? There we go. Sorry, we had some lag, guys. We're back. Yeah, there we go. All right, all right. Yeah, we we, we got the lag. Sorry about that. Yeah, so um, we are introduced uh, to this other character uh, comes into Ethan Hawke's bar. Hold on. Let me click on this here. Oh, I love that frozen. See the frozenness of me. Thank you. Uh, there's one for you all right there you go uh but yeah back to the plot of the movie which we will not spoil but uh a character wanders wanders into ethan hawk's bar oh i wish i could spoil it for you because no don't don't spoil it i had issues and the person the person talks about the past uh which will lead to other things being explained but the meat the meat. About it so bad. the meat of it is we're trying to stop the, the fizzle bomber with time travel. Very well done. When something is revealed later, <laughs> she was she was she was just like, ill. <laughs> it's weird. That's all we're gonna say. Listen, it's weird. It's, it's it's a it's okay. It's a really low budget movie. Yeah. Um, it's really well made though. For well it, made for, for it being a low budget film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a good little sci fi movie. Yeah. It's, it's a time travel movie, so mm-hmm. you're gonna have your don't don't hold it up to the light too much, or you're gonna be like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So so don't do that. Um, but oh, and it's based on a short story, uh, by Heinlein. Heinlein, uh, the guy who did uh, Starship <laughs> Troopers. Um. <laughs> And it, well, from what I've from what I've gathered, it's yeah. very um, faithful to the short story. Oh, okay, which is fine. Yeah, which is yeah, good. Yeah, but ew, Jesus Christ! Yeah, when when you, this, if, this, the, the 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 protagonist in this story 
Don't ruin it. Ew. Yeah. You've got a fucking hell of an ego on you, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird. It's sir. very strange. Uh, but oh. uh, definitely very well made. I, I enjoy. Oh, sorry. I uh, recommend uh, you guys check it out for sure. For free, you guys can watch it. But I like the creativity with the time travel. I like how, since it was a small budget, they did things that actually kind of worked. You know, they would disappear and then they would re they would they would reappear somewhere else, but you wouldn't see them right away. It would be like a gust of wind, and you would see trash or papers kind of go like that, and then you'd see them running up the steps and coming around. Like it was really, it was really creative. Mm-hmm. But uh Ethan Hawk, my home skillet. It's nice seeing him in here and not in Moon Knight. Mm. Not sleepwalking in Moon Knight. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> now, here's the last one. Now, I'm, I'm going to get a lot of flack. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack. You're going to be like, how in the hell, Samurai Guy, have you not seen this movie? How did that How did that happen? It happens sometimes, okay? Here we go. I'm ready to get the stink eye. Collateral. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking Michael Mann, Tom Cruise, you know, Jamie Foxx. I know you guys are like, what? Yeah, Collateral, 2004. I know. God damn it. I know. Yeah, 2004. Oops. Better better late than ever, though. That's the that's the magic of movies, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but this, this is my shit right here. Now, this is not an action movie. However, there's a shootout. Later, there's a whole entire action set piece that happens in a club, and it is fucking phenomenal. I was not expecting this at all. I was kind of expecting more of a kind of a cat and mouse type of story, kind of a thriller slash drama, where Jamie Foxx, who is uh, uh, <laughs> says to everyone that he's been uh, you know fucking his his uh, being a cab driver. It's temporary, but he's been doing it for 12 years, you know. But he has he has dreams and ambitions. But unfortunately, he picks up the wrong guy. And uh Tom Cruise plays a, he's Tom Cruise is great in this film, and he plays a hitman, and we are along for the ride throughout the film. But it's not an action movie. But I I man, if I, I wish I could do a scrap if it wasn't so long, I would do a scrapping with samurai action uh episodes, scrapping with samurai episode with uh Tom Cruise. With this sequence in the club is like fucking, that's fucking great. But yeah, suspense filled. Let's see. Did I get the stink eye yet? No, no stink eye from nobody. Huh? <laughs> uh, Kevin says he enjoyed Ethan Hawke lately, except Moon Knight. <laughs> I can't wait for Black Phone. But yeah, you guys are you guys are nice. You guys are nice. I'm 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 I was surprised. I was get I was waiting. I was waiting for the stink eye. But dude, great suspense building. This is one of my favorite sequences in the movie. Mm, I can't see. There, I'm waiting for Lady Fab Blood to see it. Man, how much lag is on real time? A lot of lag. The the jazz club sequence. Uh, yeah. This was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. The jazz club sequence is great. Yeah. Because he he invites a a very talented jazz musician to come over there and they have a good talk. And uh, about jazz and its history and Miles Davis. And then, boom, it's so good. Tension-filled, suspense-building, phenomenal stuff, phenomenal stuff. Did you have any nitpicks with the movie? Um, Not, not real. I think there was only... 
You could say what they did with Jada Pinkett's character was a little convenient, but why do I see that kind of like happening in the novel? Like if there was a, if this was based off a novel, I could see somebody kind of writing that. And so I think the only nitpick I had was that Tom Cruise's character mm-hmm. got into the cab right after he got into the cab at the building mm-hmm. that Jamie Foxx had just dropped off Jada uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. yeah, her character at the very beginning of the film. Okay. And it's like he already had the briefcase with all the information at that point. So why wasn't she her why wasn't she his first target? Oh. That was I my only, I didn't even think see. That was my only nitpick. That was my see, only nitpick. This is why she's the smarter one. That was my only nitpick. I didn't even notice that until you brought it up right now. It was it's like by that point he should have already had the information. Unless he just didn't. He felt like he had time. He was going to get her later. Yeah. Like, know. that was my only nitpick. Wow. I didn't unless, even think about that. Unless he had, like, a specific layout. But it's like, dude, you're already there. Right. Why don't you just go in there? Like, he was already in the building because he was he passed her on the stairs, I thought. I, I got to go back and watch it again I could have sworn he passed her on the stairs. He was wow. in the same building. I See, she blows my mind. Like She blows my mind every time. I could have sworn time. he passed her on the stairs. He was in the same building as her. So it's like, wow. and he ends up in the same building yeah. by the end of the film. So it's not like he wasn't going to kill her in that building. So it's like, hmm. so that was my only nitpick. Uh, but aside from I that. I didn't even think about that. Other than that, it's it's a great movie. Like, aside from that. Yeah. Um. I, I enjoyed the hell out of the film. Um, the, Tom was great. It was it was a really nice, intense like, especially like like you said the jazz scene mm-hmm. that was that was really good. I liked the scene where I, I Jamie Foxx did good too. Try not to spoil it. Yeah, I mean it's an old movie. It's like almost twenty years old. Yeah, I mean you can talk. I mean you can mini minor spoilers. Mini where, spoiler. Where yeah. Fox had to go in and get the information. Oh, that was Harvey, great. Javier Bardem. Yeah, and he had to like fake being Tom Cruise. Yeah, because Javier Nobody, didn't know who Tom Cruise was. Yeah, Tom Cruise's character, no one knows what he looks like. Yeah. So he used Jamie Foxx to go in the club to get information from Javier Bardem, who's another phenomenal actor. But Jamie's acting was was so good in that scene. Yeah, that was great. And 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 how and and Jamie Foxx had you know he's obviously a very timid kind of mild mannered dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he kind of like goes in like really unsure of himself and like on a dime he starts acting like a badass and like that a was cocky great. guy. Yeah. Like I just I enjoyed that scene. That was a yeah. really good scene. That was great. Yeah. Um, phenomenal movie. Really I, enjoyed. I I liked the I liked how the um the scene at the end. Uh. I do this for eleven. Well, the the scene at the end where when Tom Cruise is on the tra- is on the the, yeah. the the train, yeah, yeah, and he he says the line again. Um, you know, we get shot. Oh, which one? What is the line? He said the line. A guy walks onto a, a, a train station, a train in the middle of the city, and dies. Does anybody oh. notice? Because I he, he said that earlier. <laughs> yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I like that. It was kind of yeah. Like, that was cool. Yeah, that was a nice little callback. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah I, I enjoyed yeah. that a lot. Yeah, because his whole thing was death doesn't matter. That's what because Jamie was asking, why do you do what you do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at look at yeah, that. I yeah, enjoyed that a lot. That. Phenomenal movie. If you guys have not seen it, definitely check out Collateral. I thought we were going to be talking a lot more with all the content that we talked about tonight. Tonight. I thought we were. I thought this stream was gonna be like three hours, but it's only an hour and forty eight. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I'm wow. surprised. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, Kevin, you're gonna have to come out and visit. What's Kevin saying? He wants gravy. He wants. Oh, he wants to steal gravy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, we love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out 
with us tonight on a Friday night. Uh, don't forget to uh, tune in Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to be me and old Rick and uh, Kung Fu Santa himself, Rick Myers. You know you're going to want to hear what he thinks about all some of the movies we talked about, but he's got a way tons more movies that he's seen. That we're, we, we, I, I want to know. I'm curious uh, what he has to say about all these other films. And he's seen Lightyear and all kinds of other movies. The Samurai guy didn't get a chance to see. So it's going to be cool to talk with him. And uh, Tuesday, if things still go well, Tuesday afternoon, uh, 1.30 p.m., uh, Samurai guy's going to have a special guest. And you're going to enjoy who I have. It's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. Uh, you guys are awesome. You fucking rock. Keep watching movies. Keep enjoying yourself. Have fun. That's right. And uh, again, we love you. We see you guys next time. Anything you want to say? He's sleeping. He's saying subscribe. <laughs> oh. uh, He's okay. Oh, he's awake now. <laughs> thanks again, guys. We're on our journey to get to 30K. So thanks again for your support. And we will see you badasses next time. Take care, guys. Sorry, Wyatt, dude. We're gone. Sorry. You missed it. Sorry. You just missed it. We're, so we got to pack it just in. Just missed it. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Take care, guys. See you next time.